Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Shred Show Live, where we bring you industry professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred, the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. What is up? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Show Live. Like I said, I have Brianna Harris hanging out with me this morning, and this is a topic that I am so excited to get into because all of us, every single one of us, we need to do a better job when engaging with social media, when building community, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about this morning. And I have one of the absolute best. Brianna is absolutely brilliant in the space of social media. She's going to teach you things this morning that you never knew, and it's going to really help you step up your game. But first and foremost, welcome to the show, Brianna. It's first time having you on the show, and I'm so excited to have you here. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I uh, love the show. I've seen it so many times, so I'm excited to be a part of it. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for the support and for the love. And guys, speaking of love, if you're joining us right now, make sure you comment hashtag shred. That means you are live. You're hanging out with Brianna and myself. And if you're joining us on the replay, comment hashtag hustle, because that means you're out there. You're working hard. You're getting it done. Then you're coming back right here to shred, to get what you need to be successful within your business. So Brianna, let's jump. Before we dive into building communities, getting engagement, getting your clients engaged, let's get to know you a little bit more because- you, you're fairly recently new to the industry. This hasn't been your passion. You know, as a little girl, you probably didn't say, hey, you know what? I want to be part of the mortgage industry. That's what I want to do when I grow up. I want to be there. So tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in the industry. Yeah, so I definitely didn't know anything about mortgage brokers when I started in the industry. Um, but I went to college for equestrian science, so horseback riding and fine arts painting. What? So very different than what I'm doing at the current moment. But in college, I did get to focus a lot on my marketing classes and social media. So it was really great to be able to bring that. Um, so when I first started, like when I graduated from college, I started working for nonprofits. I worked for uh, a nonprofit that helped teen parents get into college. And I was their social media manager and planned their events. Mm-hmm. And then I worked for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And I was their fundraising manager and helped um, start a new campaign in a state they'd never had one before. Um, so all of those, everything I've learned from both of those positions really helped me for where I'm at now. Um, nice. But I, yeah, I started in the industry in 2019 um, and I started working for AIM. And it was just, you know, jump in with both feet. <laughs> Whether you know the mortgage industry or not, you're about to. Um, I worked really closely in the Brokers or Better Group to help manage that. Um, I worked closely with Anthony Casa and just the entire AIM team. And they do such a good job at bringing in people who don't have a mortgage background and teaching them everything that you need to know. And Ooh. oh my gosh, it, it was hard. I didn't know yeah. all the the abbreviations. The I was like, what is a clear to a CTC and an LTV and a, oh, everything. I was so you're like, whoa, wait course. a minute. You're like FHFA. You're like Humda. What is all this stuff oh. that's going on? I had a whole Excel spreadsheet of all the abbreviations, <laughs> what they meant. Oh, yeah. So, I can see Brianna now, back there with her flashcards like, Humda, got it. LTV, got mm-hmm. it. CLTV, got oh, yeah. it. That's awesome. That's Hey, you got to learn one way or another. And what better way than exactly. just dive right in? So uh, what's up, Mitch? Good morning, Mike. Lots of people joining in this morning. Thanks for joining us, guys. So you get started in the industry. You're Again, you're kind of just diving bo- with, in with both feet. And now you actually, you have the incredible opportunity. You're, you're 
over marketing. You're ahead of uh, over community with a ride right now, which we're going to be talking yeah. about building a community. So now again, you're helping one of the, I mean, the top LOS is in the entire space grow and you're helping build a community around that. So how has it been for you at Arrive? Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Uh, Arrive has been truly a blessing in my life. I'm so grateful for the people I work with at Arrive, what I've been able to do. You know, we are, Arrive has kind of re-blossomed into the industry and about a year ago. So it's been really fun to be able to establish different pieces of structure and to kind of try and make a name for myself a little bit. And Harish, my my boss, is he's so great about empowering everybody and taking in everyone's input. So it's it's wonderful to feel really a part of something and and to watch mm. it grow and and a platform that really helps brokers. It's it's been wonderful. And, and that's just it, building a culture, building a community, even within our own ecosystem of where we work at, it is so criti- critically important, like you mentioned, Harish, and what he's doing for Arrive and for the entire team. You have to feel like you're part of something more, especially in today's market, especially in where we work. If you don't feel like you're doing something that is impacting the lives of others, it's just really hard to go to work these days, especially with 2021 and COVID and everything we've gone through. It's so, it's so important to make sure that we all, no matter what our role is in, in our work environment is making it a place that number one, we love to be there. We enjoy being there and we can just absolutely like, we can bring that excitement and that joy. Val Miller, hashtag Brie coming in. What's up Val? <laughs> Heidi Williams. Hey, Val. You're like, you got all these fans. Look at you. You have super fans all across the, the entire social space, which we're going to start talking. So let's talk about community because we want to, our, our goal here today is to help people. You and I both mentioned that we're seeing more people get involved with social media, more people trying to get engaged, but as they're doing it, there's definitely some good, some bad, and some things you should definitely avoid, especially when it comes to building community. So when you think about building a community, what's some of the first things that comes to mind when you think about building a community on social media? I would say the very first thing that comes to mind is that in- inclusivity, like building that mm. that culture where everybody feels like they have a seat at the table, a community where people want to engage, that they feel safe asking questions no matter how silly they think it might be. That it's right. okay. We're we're here, a place of support and just a place for everybody to to feel like a family. Ooh, that's a good point. And you know, something that the brokers have done, and th- again, we want to be very clear, this is not just a broker show. This is not an Arrive show. This is for everybody. But the brokers in particular, you be you, if you've ever been part of their groups, there is kind of a family unity that happens there. There is a support that happens there. And you want to take that and you basically want to translate it over into your own personal brand, if you will. When you're building a community, something that you and I were talking about as we, as we were getting ready for this is when it comes to building a community, you should not think about building a community around mortgage, especially us individually. People, I've said this before, I'll say it again, but people just don't care about mortgages as much as you think you care about mortgages. People care about us, right, Bree? Like, that's what they want. They care about us individually. I guarantee if you go look at Bree's, and now I'm calling you Bree, and I don't know, Val, look what you started. Now I'm calling you Bree. So, but they, they honestly, they, they go see what you're doing on your social and they care about your personal life, the things that you're really bought into. That's how they get really like that relationship that they have with us individually. It's because of those, those things. It's not particular just about mortgages, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and I had the honor of working really closely with the wonderful Laura Brandeo and the AIM team to help build the women's growth series or the women's mortgage network. And that really, it, 
it resulted in me having to get really creative and be really vulnerable, which are two aspects that you absolutely need when you're building that community. You need to, I, I would find women in other groups who were in the wholesale mortgage industry, message them, get to know them, and then post things about myself and, and try and relate to them some way. Hmm. Help them have a seat at that table. I would make like these silly little graphics that said like, what's the most random thing in your purse? <laughs> and people would love to comment on it. And once you I, have that- I bet you got some pretty random stuff on those too. You're yeah. like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, and once you get- you know, those, those fun conversation starters going and people start to talk, then the floor opens for them to, to post about mortgages or to post about their family and just to feel that they want to be in the group, that they want to, you know, that they have friends within that community. See, and I love that. And when we're talking about community, it's Facebook groups. A lot of people say Facebook groups, they're, they're on a dying edge. Like, oh, it's not worth it to build a group anymore. You know, are people actually still a part of groups? They, they absolutely are. Our numbers here at Shred, we have looked at them. We've looked at the analytics. Groups are still a very great place. And people keep saying like, well, Facebook's changing. It's a pay-to-play space. Sure, there's part of that. But if you really want to start building a community that we're talking about, Facebook is a great place to start. So like Facebook groups in particular, yes. you can add people. And people do. They can they can see your hobbies and your interests, which that's kind of the point that you're talking about is find things that people are going to connect with. Yeah, again, I don't carry a purse. So that probably wouldn't have like intrigued me, but maybe you have something else. Uh, and I say this a lot. Maybe you have a hobby. Maybe you have something outside of work that you really enjoy doing. And I always use, and I use this because I actually had a good friend of ours. She sent me a message and said, Josh, I just don't have anything in particular that I can build a community around. The only thing I like to do is to garden. And I'm like, wait a minute. You, you're telling me that you don't think there's anybody else in your community that likes to garden? Like you don't think there's anybody else in your small little community that would love to hear about gardening? Of course they would. And that's, Brie, that's what it's all about is like find yeah. those things that people are going to connect with you on a more personal level. Like, or like a question, riding horseback, whatever those things are, right? Yeah. I, I tell brokers all the time. I say, make a list of what makes you, you go through the list and, and remember that something that you think is so common or isn't really that big of a deal is such a big connecting point for clients or for your community, for anybody, just to, to feel that, that you're somebody that they, you know, they can connect with and they can talk to. Yeah. And that's what people want. That's that connection. Exactly. People want to talk to you. People want to feel like, Hey, she understands me at this different level. Again, we're not saying that you shouldn't talk about mortgages here and there. That's what you do. Sure. Fantastic. We want, you want to let the world know that's what you do, but there's a time and a place for it. You, if you're yeah. continually shouting from the rooftops, mortgage, mortgage, mortgage. And you and I talked about this too. Unfortunately, if you're posting those cookie cutter posts, no bash on anybody in particular here, but sometimes we see mortgage companies give them to you. If they're, if it's talking about rate or it's talking about this or that, number one, we, we never tell anybody to post about rates. So hopefully none of you are posting about rates. Don't do that. You'll get in trouble. Make sure you talk with your, uh, your compliance department before you ever do that. But do those cookie cutter posts. If I'm scrolling through my feed and I see Bree's post about, Oh, like this is like, uh, have you looked at refinancing in the last 30 days? It's like, and if I see that a couple of times, I'm no longer interested, right, Bree? Right. You, you just keep scrolling. And I've seen so many business pages where it's it's the same type of graphic just over and over and over again. Let your clients get to know you, your family, your coworkers, anything. And and remember, it's OK to be vulnerable and it's OK to be human. Yes. You, you don't not everything has to look perfect. Your makeup doesn't have to be on for every picture. You, you know, show funny moments in your life. Different people connect with so many different things, but just make sure 
that what you are posting and what you're putting out is you, mm. because that's another big thing. You don't want to come across fake or something that you're not in the community because a lot of people can read through that and they want, oh. they want you. They want you. I'm going to let everybody on this big secret. I don't wear makeup. Like I, I just don't, I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't, I don't need to. That's well, my thing. So well, I'm just saying. You have a flawless complexion. So <laughs> well, I thank you. You know, uh, it's my beard. That's what it is. It just covers all. <laughs> of, but, but no, that's just it. It's that humanizing a brand. I tell people you have mm-hmm. to be you. That's ultimately, if you're just starting on social media or if you, you've gotten to a rut, maybe you've tried something. Maybe you have hired one of those companies and you didn't see the results you were hoping for. You're like, man, I like, I was posting twice a week or three times a week. They were giving me these posts and I just didn't see any engagement. It's because they didn't feel it was human. And you said something that is so true. People have a BS meter that is just off the, like they can see when you're being real and when you're just like, you're just doing it to post. If you're just posting to post, because that's what you, that's what you're interpreting. Bree and I are talking about is like, Oh, I have to be engaged. So I just need to post something. That's not it. Post something that people are actually going to be like, wow. Like, like you said, be vulnerable. Let, let people know that you're human because holy shit, you are human. Imagine that. Like we actually are humans here. So, so let, let's talk about more engagement. So you shared one idea, mm-hmm. sharing little things about, about do, what's in your purse. Getting your community engaged is another really big thing right now. Yes, absolutely. And definitely tailor what you're posting, what you're talking about based off of that community. So the purse is great for the Women's Mortgage Network. You know, it, it's, a, it's a thing that's funny. Everyone's like, okay, whether you have a purse or not, um, it's just a funny thing to read and comment on, but, but figure out different ways. And, and something that I like to do, and granted, this does take a lot of time to do it, but I love to see people coming into a community and I'll reach out to them on Facebook, start in or, just an organic conversation with them and try and set up a Zoom call and just get to know them. I, I used to do it with brokers all the time. Um, I asked them you know, about their kids, about how they got into the industry, because then when I'm creating posts, I can make... I can think about those people and be like, oh, this relates to th- this person. And then they'll feel like they have a spot at the table or, you know, it's really nice for just check-ins. If you're noticing, like you're thinking about a client, you can message them on Facebook, be like, hey, I hope your kids are doing great. Just different ways to help people engage. People want to feel welcomed because when they feel welcomed, then they're going to participate in that community. Bingo. And that's, you have to, you have to go into it with no ulterior motives. If you go into a group and you're like, okay, I'm going to get into this group. I'm going to try to add some value, some quick value and try to get a couple of referrals out of it. Or I'm going to try to get some deals out of it. You're going into it with the wrong mindset. If you go into a group or a community, number one, the community is going to see right through you because the, the really engaged in the communities that do really well is they, they can see the outsiders and they can come see them coming from a mile away. So you have to make sure that you're getting in and you're adding the value where they're like, oh my gosh, what Bree just commented on. Like, she really just cares about me. What I, what somebody else posted in the group, she commented on, she gave valuable feedback. She actually cares about me. So all of you right now, us as mortgage professionals, we have the tendency to ruin something that is really, really good and something that should be really like a genuine experience. We can ruin it quickly. So Bree, I I love what you're talking about here. And something that you mentioned, I want everybody to take this to heart. Go get involved. You don't have to just, if you, if you don't feel comfortable yet starting your own group, go get involved with a couple other groups first, Get, get an understanding and a feel for them. Right, Bree? Absolutely. Yeah. Let people know who you are, 
what your interests are, what you're great at, you know, whether it's a mortgage group or any other group, just make a name, but be, know that it's okay to put yourself out there. And if you create a post that doesn't get a lot of likes, that's okay too, because guess what? Nobody's going to remember how many likes that post got. No. So keep on keeping on, keep posting, keep talking. That's such a good reminder for everybody out there. Cause I know sometimes, and I even got caught up until my, I'll make a post and I'm like, I oh, we got a couple of likes. That's okay. Like nobody remembers that you you just have to continue to say you get better with time. Perfection kills progression. Like don't try to be perfect. If you try to be perfect and if you try to get, if you try to make a post and your goal is like, I want to get a hundred likes on this. Number one is going to mess you up like mentally. Cause you're probably not going to hit that number. You're just going to get deflated and you're not going to want to continue on. Just go get involved, make posts. May again, if you're, if you're excited about what you're sharing, other people will be too. And even if you get one or two likes, fantastic. That means those one or two people, they liked it. You reached one or two people. That's one or two more people that you wouldn't have reached if you wouldn't have posted it. It's really like, it's almost that simple. People just have to grasp the concept and go out there and put themselves out there. Yeah, people definitely overthink and then they get in their heads and then it doesn't it doesn't have the same feeling behind it. I I love videos and I always tell people like make a fun video. What what are the most commonly asked questions you get from your clients? You make go. a video about it. It could be just yeah. a 30 second, "Hey, did you know blah blah blah, talk to your phone, post it." Done. If you're not comfortable posting on your in a community, post it on your story because then it's gone. It's out yep. there and then it's gone. I was literally gonna say, do a story. If you don't feel comfortable, stories are really cool because they're gone. Like you don't have to worry about it anymore. Like you get to try, you get to mess up. And this is one thing I want to ask real quick because I get a lot of these questions is like, well, Josh, if I'm just doing this in other mortgage groups, is that helping me? Like, here's my opinion is it's helping you because you're getting better at it. So you can go feel more comfortable doing it yourself. But some people are like, well, if I just keep posting in these mortgage groups, like my, my specific audience isn't going to see that. What are your thoughts on that? So I say absolutely continue to post in those mortgage groups because one thing is, yes, it gets you more comfortable with posting. It gets you to feel, you know, to feel out the social platforms and how, you know, what works best for you. But also our communities are so incredible that it's great for networking when people know you, you and they say they have a client and they have a referral. They're going to reach out to you because they see you in the group all the time. Or if, you know, they want say like aim is really great about this like about featuring people on podcasts you or bet. on different live things so you have a voice your voice is elevated you feel empowered use those groups to empower yourself to help build your network to connect with other people so absolutely post in the groups I love what you're saying here because it is about connecting with other people. It gets you comfortable. And I've seen people do this within within the mortgage space. They get into these groups and they they haven't felt comfortable until they've posted a few times. Like you said, they, they get the understanding of how platforms are working. And then I see them go do their own thing and they just crush it. They do amazing because they've got that confidence now. They've been able to comment. They've even got feedback. And I know, I'm going to say this first and I'm not calling anybody out. I know that our groups can be brutalist on that. Almost brutally honest is sometimes take everything with a grain of salt. You're going to have people that love you. They're going to hate you, but just you know, be you. Don't let anybody get you down. And if you're one of those negative naysayers, knock it off. We just don't need it. We need to support one another in this industry, right? Absolutely. And I always think like whenever I'm seeing the negativity or if I've ever felt negativity upon myself, I'm like, okay, maybe that person's having a really bad day. Maybe they're so super busy and they're being reactionary versus just relaxing and being like, wow, I'm talking, I'm actually talking to another person. This could be hurting somebody or mm. that my comment, my comment is a little immature. Maybe I shouldn't talk like that. You just kind of got to take it with a grain of salt and keep moving forward. Don't 
my biggest thing is don't fight fire with fire. Don't lash back out because you're just going to, it just doesn't help anything. I love this. And actually, I, here's my challenge. I'm going to throw out a challenge. If you get a negative naysayer, if you see somebody being negative in a group, reach out to them personally. Because the, the, the fact of the matter is they're probably having a bad day or something happened. Maybe their pipeline fell apart. Maybe they lost two or three deals and they're like, man, today sucks. So I just need somebody to lash out and they just happen to see your post or your comment. So they're lashing out to you. Reach out to that person individually and just say, hey, Bree, just want to let you know. I saw your comment. I appreciate it. I can understand where you're coming from. And that's it. Leave it at that. I honestly, I have two fans. I'm not going to call them out personally by name, but you know who you are because you always watch and you always comment. But they are my biggest fans because I did just that. I, they were absolutely negative about some of the things we were saying. I reached out and said, hey, I just want to let you know. I really do. I saw your comment. I appreciate it. I understand where you're coming from. And if there's anything I can ever do, please let me know. They are my biggest fans and they support us to the moon at this point. So to Bree's point, you never know what people are going through, especially in these days and times where things are difficult. Life can be hard. And so sometimes, you know, just you reaching out, if they're being the negative one, be the, take the take the step up, be the positive one, and be the bright light in people's life. Bree, you and I could go on for hours about this. You and I, this is just such a great conversation. I want to start wrapping things up. Any other following, like some wrap-up or strategies or ideas that you want to share with people? If people are just getting started or if they're, if they're kind of starting to you know work their way into social media, any final tips that you have for them to really kind of push over that boundary and really start to do something? Yeah, I would say, you know, we touched on so many things, but remember to just don't, don't be judgmental when you're when you're inviting people in, when you're talking, you know, refrain from any negativity. If you're seeing negativity in the group, jump in and say, you know, hey, we, we don't need to talk like that in here. If you want to take this off, then you can have a, you know, a conversation offline and get creative. I loved getting creative when when building a group, you know, go out, find go into different groups and pull people in, get to know them, figure out different ways that you can build that community have pinterest pinterest posts steal like an artist find different fun little you know those those little signs where people like place on the letters that are like funny oh, um, yeah. like what one was something like all i want to do after i build a house is eat tacos in it and i'll be in paradise like something <laughs> like that like funny things people love that it puts everybody in a in a good mood and it builds that culture where people feel like they have a, a seat at the table elevate people in your community, find those people who are out there who are doing good as brokers, as whatever your, your community is, is about and, yep. and elevate them. Oh, Brie, you just struck an accord with me. Everybody knows my chat, my community knows Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon is literally one of my absolute favorite books. I probably <laughs> reference it more than anything because it is so, people worry about content. People worry about trying to create something new. Steal Like an Artist. Don't copyright. I tell people, don't copyright. Like, be you. Find something that intrigues you and share it with the world. Put your own little spin on it. So, Brie, what a great way to end. I mean, that is absolutely brilliant. Some absolute, like these are tactical things, ladies and gentlemen. These aren't just like, hey, this is the good idea. Like she's sharing with you right now a few things you can go do today. Start doing them, start implementing them, start practicing them. And I promise you will get more comfortable. The people around you will see that you're you're trying, that you're actually taking the steps to do something more. They'll appreciate it. And I promise you, your communities will grow and your engagement will grow, which is exactly what our goal was today. So Bree, Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you so much for the advice, everything that you're sharing. You are absolutely brilliant. We're going to have her on the show again. This is just the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. There's much more to come from Brie. I guarantee you that because she is full of so much expertise and knowledge. So thanks so much for joining us this morning, Brie. 
Thank you. I had such a great time. It was wonderful talking with you. I feel like we could talk for hours about just about anything. I think literally we could. Like this is one of those where we could just, <laughs> so if you guys have more ideas for Bree and I, we have, I have a few that I already thought about as we were in this conversation. So much more to come. You'll have to stay tuned right here on Shred. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. And if you join us live, make sure you comment hashtag Shred. And if you join us on the replay, make sure you comment hashtag Hustle because you're out there, you're getting it done, you're making it happen. Then coming back here to get what you need to be successful. Ladies and gentlemen, with that, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time for all of you to go shred. Go show up, hustle, repeat every day. We'll see ya.